Hello and welcome to Good Things, the show where we talk to good people who are doing good things. I'm Dashran Johan. The Wikimedian of the Year is an annual award that honours Wikipedia editors for their contributions to the Wikimedia movement. And this year's award went to a Malaysian, Taufik Rosman, for his work in preserving the indigenous languages of East Malaysia. Joining me on today's show is none other than Taufik himself. Welcome to the show, Taufik. How are you? Yeah, doing good here. How are you? I'm doing good as well. Very excited to talk to you. Um, congratulations on being awarded uh, Wikimedian of the Year at Wikimania 2023, uh, which is a huge uh, award you know, at an international level. Could you kick off this conversation by explaining what exactly is a Wikimedian? Because I think um, this is not uh, something that many people are familiar with necessarily. So basically, um, everyone knows what is Wikipedia is, right? Right. Uh, whenever you search in Google, the first come up in the Google search will be Wikipedia. And also for some people, Wikipedia is the go-to website to do their assignments in universities, right? <laughs> uh, but then for Wikipedia, Wikipedia is one of the um, smaller projects that is being organized by the Wikimedia Foundation. So Wikimedia Foundation hosts free knowledge projects like Wikipedia, Wiktionary, Wikidata, and Wikimedia Commons and other. So being a Wikimedian is basically just a volunteer, volunteer like me and any other volunteers around the world that focus on free knowledge for everyone because that is our own vision is to make sure that all some of knowledge around the world can be accessed freely by everyone. And since we are volunteers, we are not being paid to write any of these articles, but we are here gathered in this movement just to make sure that everyone has this access to find any information. For example, if you want to find um, recent death of a celebrity, you will find in Wikipedia immediately, right after the first minute of the news and for example if you want to find any heavy topics like history politics you can also find in wikipedia so wikimedian and wikipedia plays um, together but then wikipedia is the umbrella term and below there there's wikipedia you brought up something very interesting and i don't think anybody has framed wikipedia this way um and you you use you called it a movement um yes. i think that's very interesting because a lot of people like you say when we go on google wikipedia is just something that pops up something where with all the information everybody uses it but i don't think many people really think about it why did you call it a movement all the content in wikipedia and other wikimedia projects are free can use it for free it's not being paid and as you can see if you go to wikipedia right now there's not even a single advertisement there so it has been like that since 2001 until now uh the wikimedia project doesn't really have any um business or anything but all are being edited all are being created by the community itself so that what makes it a movement because um everyone in the movement is trying to make sure to have this knowledge for free because you know some people like uh, for example like other books encyclopedias you need to pay for it you need to have like um, professionals to write and edit article but then for wikipedia and other projects 
it can be edited by anyone like you and me. So that's how the Wikimedia uh, movement works globally. But right. then in Malaysia, we are still lacking of volunteers that want to be in this Wikimedia movement, but we are still trying our best to uh, make sure this movement grows within Malaysia as well. I'm very curious, how did you get into this? Because I have, you know, just like anybody else, um, have been using Wikipedia all my life, ever since I started using the internet, right? But not many of us think, okay, I want to join Wikipedia and I want to contribute to that. Um, How did that journey begin for you? Okay, so uh, basically, I first started editing heavily when I was around form one or form two. Right. Yeah, so uh, I was uh, a school librarian back then (laughs) and then I was, you know, taking over the counter. So there's a computer there. So there's not that many um, students visit the library because it's <laughs> after school. So I just scroll the website, Wikipedia, and then uh, I saw that there's not that many content out there for the Malay Wikipedia and Malay Dictionary and other content related to Malaysia. And for me, it's quite frustrating because... Um, Wikipedia is a very well-known website that everyone uses. But then if, for example, anyone from Europe, from Africa want to find co- content about our culture, Malaysia, our language, but then it's not available there on Wikipedia because everything that you want to find, usually people will heavily rely on Wikipedia. And that's quite frustrate me. And then due to that... Um, since I was in a library, right? So I was surrounded by books, by <laughs> dictionaries and everything. Then with that, I start editing. Because if you realize, um, whenever you visit any page in Wikipedia, there's a, an edit button up there on the top right corner. There's right. an edit button. So with that, I try to click the edit button. And then from there, um, from... 2012 until now I keep editing and trying to improve the content on Malaysia and also the Malay language right I think that's amazing so talk to me a little bit more about that um, but before before we get into your contributions um, to Wikimedia right what would you know, you, you have won the award like I said it's a really it's, it's a big deal um, you know Wikimedian of the year what you know, after doing this for many, many years, what is the significance of this award to you? Um, for me, having this award means that um, it recognizes um, how the movement in Malaysia has grown because um, I'm the very first Malaysian to receive the award and I'm also one of the first... Um, we, we, we have this region called Isiap, which means... East, Southeast Asia, and the Pacific. So I'm the very first uh, Wikimedian that received award, the main award within, within that region. And having this award means that, yeah, um, they recognize uh, my contribution, not only my contribution, but also the contributions um, the volunteers that I have met because I've also been doing many 
other offline events. For example, I do workshops, I do trainings for them to preserve their language, to add more content online on Wikipedia. So with that, having this uh, recognition really means to me because I really want to have this movement grow more, not just on online, on the website, but also offline, so that whenever um, other Malaysians um, do anything, they will think about Wikimedia because um, the movement is not only just something that you do on your free time, but also I would say it's a lifestyle. For example, like for me, whenever I travel, whenever I want to take pictures, then of course the first thing that comes to my mind is that, yeah, after I take this picture, I need to upload this into Wikipedia so that this can be used on the articles itself. Wow. So that's how meaningful the uh, award for me. That That's amazing. I think a lot of people don't think about the kind of work and passion that goes yeah. behind, you know, the what's perhaps the most popular encyclopedia in the world, right? Um. Now, let's talk about your your passion for indigenous uh, preservation, culture, and so on and so forth, right? Um, indigenous language preservation. You're from Sabah, um, you know, Malaysia. Yeah. You studied in Penang. At one point, you graduated already. Could you share your journey and, and how you became interested in indigenous language preservation and culture specifically? Okay. So, um, basically, I first started um, offline works. Before this, when I was in secondary school, I mainly focused on online editing. But then, in contributions in Wikimedia projects, there's two types of contributions, which is which are online contribution and offline contribution. So, I first started having this offline contribution when I was invited to... Uh, attend a conference, a regional conference for Wikimedia mm-hmm. in Bali back in 2018. So I was invited there and it was my very first time um, being abroad and also I was invited by the movement itself because I never really um, have any idea how to involve in this movement. But then uh, with that, since I went to the conference, I met with many other Wikimedians that also have this passion to free knowledge in their own community. And some of them, for example, like in Indonesia, where they preserve their own indigenous languages out there, not only by writing the articles in their own language in Wikipedia, but also some of them trying to uh, preserve the language, for example, having manuscripts, uh, digitalized in Wikipedia and others. So with that, um, after the conference, the first thing that I did was um, I went to the local uh, Sandakan Education District office and then I met with some of the Kadazan Dusun language teachers to, you know, trying to promote uh, Wikimedia, how can it be beneficial not only for the teachers but also for the students and then afterwards then i start um, editing and also um, contributing to these indigenous languages because um sabah and other states as well in malaysia uh, malaysia is blessed with many cultures with many languages but then 
whenever we want to find this information, it's very difficult for us to find this. For example, like how do you say good morning in Iban? And how do you say thank you in uh, Bajasama? It's very difficult for us to find this information. But since that we have this platform, Wikipedia and Wiktionary online, and it's very famous, then I guess this is the best platform for us to uplift this uh, indigenous languages so that it won't go extinct in the future. I think one of the um, interesting things, or I think one thing about Malaysia is, you know, when we frame, um, um, you know, the various cultures in the country, we tend to do it like this. And, and this is a shame, yeah. right? Um, we, we tend to do it Malay, Chinese, Indian, dan lain-lain. And others. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And others, right? And and so the others comes off as one block of people um, or, or people will just say the orang asli, you know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. But it is highly nuanced. There are so many cultures, so many languages and religions um, within the orang um, asli community, the orang asal community and, and so on and so forth, um, especially in East Malaysia. Could yeah. you contextualize that for us? Because you are someone who is from East Malaysia, you're yeah. from Sabah. Contextualize that for a peninsula audience, the 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 variety and of culture and languages that is in Sabah, and how over the years many of these languages are starting to die off because of a lack of structural support and, and so on and so forth. Okay, so for me usually um what I um, categorize is, for example, there's three type of orang asal or indigenous communities, mm-hmm. which is one is the orang asli community in Peninsula Malaysia. The second one is the indigenous communities in Sabah, and the third one is the indigenous community in Sarawak. But then each of these three also have, you know, um, other groups. For example, like uh, the orang asli, that's is separated into three groups. In Sarawak and Sabah has also many groups. For example, the Kadazan Dusun Murungus community, the Bajau Sam community. For in Sarawak, there's the Orang Ulu, Dayak, and others. So, um, if you want to learn more, then yeah, you can just search in Wikipedia <laughs> for that. But then, um, yeah, um, the current situation for the these indigenous communities is that. Uh, we are facing uh, extinction for the language itself because these languages are uh, oral languages, which means that it is not being written. It's, on, it's only being used at home, in the market and everything. But then um, whenever they want to preserve the language, you know, they cannot simply just write the language because some of them probably doesn't really even know how to spell their own language itself so and then one more thing the problem that we are facing is that people like me um, youth nowadays doesn't really know how to speak their own uh, mother tongue as well right. because for me for example um, my mom is Bajau Sama but then I don't really know how to speak the language itself mm-hmm. and then I've also encountered many of my friends from Sabah, Sarawak, and also some of the people in the Orang Asli community doesn't even really know much how to speak in their own language. And having that, um, I would say it is 
really crucial for us to have this free online resource so that for example if I, if i want to learn more about bajosama language i can just search in wikipedia dictionary and i can learn from there but currently um this not that much content out there so with that that's why um what i do is that i try to do outreach to these communities around malaysia not only in sabah but also in sarawak and also in the peninsular malaysia trying to make sure that at least these languages have this uh, free online dictionary so that um any of the community or even other malaysians out there that is curious about um other local languages can learn from this uh, website from wikipedia and dictionary on the show with me today is Taufik Rosman, Wikimedian of the Year 2023. We continue our conversation after the break. Keep it here on Good Things, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Good Things. I'm Dashan Johan. And on the show with me today is Taufik Rosman, Wikimedian of the Year 2023. So, Taufik, you know, you're a member of Wikipedia. Um, and specifically, you write content for the Malay language Wikipedia, um, if, I, if I get my facts right. I'm very yeah. curious, how, why do you find that important? Um, because um, compared to the English Wikipedia, English Wikipedia, I'm, I mean, even there, there's a lot of gaps and whatnot, but it's more robust. Um, you can find a lot more information. Yeah. Um, sometimes even about Malaysia, you can find more information about in English true, Wikipedia true. compared to the BM one. Uh, why do you think I'm cre- putting out this this content in Basa Malaysia is very important for me because you know uh, Malay language is our national language and Wikipedia is one of the famous websites out there and having Malay language have many contents on there for example like currently there's around only 300,000 articles on Malay Wikipedia but then for the English Wikipedia, there's millions. Right. So it shows that um, there's a lack of representation out there for the Malaysian community, but not only in Malaysia, but also the Malay communities, for example, in Brunei, in Singapore, and Indonesia, and Thailand. Then that's why I heavily focus on the Malay Wikipedia itself, because actually for me, um, back in university, I studied TESOL. So I will be an English teacher, right. but then I don't really edit or write in English Wikipedia because if you see in English Wikipedia, it's already, you know, um, there's many information there, there's already million articles. Then I think to myself, why should I contribute to there where there's many other Malaysians out there that doesn't even know well about um, English. So that's why I contribute to Malay Wikipedia more because, for example, like in Sabah and also the indigenous communities, not everyone knows um, English, but they know more Malay language and also their own indigenous languages. So with that, I try to contribute and edit more so that there will be more high quality articles. And that's what the editors in Malay Wikipedia are trying to do because um, to be honest, there's more Malaysian readers in English Wikipedia rather than in uh, Malay Wikipedia. Same goes to the number of editors as well. But then, yeah, not everyone in Malaysia knows English. Absolutely. So that's why I've heavily focused on the Malay Wikipedia so that um, 
people will know more about the language itself. And for example, if you can see in the Indonesian Wikipedia is twice um, bigger than the Malay Wikipedia. So I guess we have a long way to go trying to reach that one million milestone for the Malay Wikipedia. I think that's absolutely brilliant what you're doing. Now, I want to talk about a project um, that you worked on, um, which is the Wikipedia Bahasa Bajau Summer Project. Could you tell me a little bit about this project um, and its significance um, when it comes to preserving the Bajau Summer language in Sabah? Okay, so that's actually my very first project right after um, I attend the conference and then... I contact with one of the association that preserve the language, which is the Persatuan Bahasa dan Budaya Bajosama, BSBB. So I contact them because um, they were the one that create the dictionary for the language. And then when I contact the uh, president, uh, Madam Chandra, then they, uh, the association were really interested for this language, for the Bajasama language to be preserved in Wikipedia. So from there, um, for a few years now, uh, we've been having meetups, having discussions, and having trainings as well on how to contribute and add more of this uh, Bajasama language into Wikipedia because um, all languages out there around the world can have its own Wikipedia. So not only the Malay, Chinese, Tamil, and English Wikipedia, but then we can also have this uh, Wikipedia in the indigenous languages, like the Bajau Sama language. And since I'm part Bajau Sama as well, so that's why there was my very first project. And we are trying our best to have this uh, Wikipedia Bajau Sama to be launched around at the end of the year, because to have this Wikipedia in other languages, it needs to be in the incubator Wikimedia, which means that, you know, uh, the community needs to write more on the Wikipedia, then it can have their own domain, have their own website. But for now, it's still um, hidden because they are still trying their best to add more of this content on their own language. And we have done many projects with the BSBB and also uh, we managed to bring some of the members to Singapore for the Wikimania 2023, which is um, the annual international conference that gathers all Wikimedias from around the world. But then that's not the only project that I have done, but there's also other indigenous communities that I have done, for example, with the Kardashian Dusun community, where I work with the IPG Campus 10, where they teach the language, uh, the Kardashian Dusun. So I teach these students, the future teachers, to edit and contribute to Wikipedia and Dictionary. And other than that, I also went to Kuching for the Iban language, and I also went to Perak for the Semai language. So the Semai language is um, one of the Orang Asli language that is being taught in Perak and Pahang and is also um, is in SPM as well, in the examination. So since these indigenous languages, you know, is an oral languages, 
and since these languages are being taught in school, there's not that many um, reading materials, especially for the teachers and for the students. So that's why um, I train teachers, I train students for them to contribute and increase these um, reading materials for them to be able to be used in the classroom. Now, earlier you mentioned that, you know, at one point, um, you know, even you are as, as a part of uh, Bajau Sama, you are not very familiar with your own yeah. language. Um, perhaps, um, you know, you didn't feel very rooted in your own culture and so on and so forth. I'm wondering how important was the Bajau Sama project, which you said was your first project um, yeah. after attending the conference. How did it impact your own personal growth? Um, how, what was the experience and lessons you took away from that? Yeah, for me, since that's the very first indigenous community that I involved with, um, it really have some impact for me, especially because um, I get to learn more about my background, my own identity, because um, I didn't really have the chance to learn the language and the culture itself. But then when I met this wonderful community with these editors and also the association, I get to learn more about myself, about how my mom, how my mom used to practice this culture, how the village itself have this culture and everything. So with that, um, I get to learn more about my own community and I also um, currently have a very strong sense of um, identity being in this indigenous community because maybe before this, you know, you know, because some Malaysians doesn't really have that strong identity with their own culture or with Malaysia in general. But then having myself immersed with this community, not only with the Bajau Sama community, but also with the other Orang Asai and Orang Asli community, I felt that it makes me more Malaysian, you know, because I get to learn how this type of people that is, you know, some of them are really struggling in their life and really struggling to preserve their own language and culture. But whenever I met them, they are really wonderful people. They just doesn't, they don't really have the resource or support for them to preserve their own community. But when when I met them, they were really um, glad that uh, we were able to meet them and trying to help the language itself and the culture itself to preserve from um, extinction to projects like Wikipedia and Visionary. For example, like if you want to find any information about these communities, yeah, now it's, it's quite easy to find this information on Wikipedia, but then we just, for example, currently we only have been worked on with, for example, more than five communities in Malaysia. But then, as you all know, we, uh, Malaysia has more than five. There's maybe like hundreds of languages, cultures out there. So our journey in the Wikimedia movement is um, haven't started yet. I think that's absolutely uh, important what you pointed out. So with, with that in mind, right, how do you see the future of Indigenous language preservation in Malaysia? And how do you see the, the sort of um, 
the response or the reception towards it from the general public? Because like you said, um, most people in Malaysia don't realise that there's probably hundreds of languages here. You know, so many different cultures. Do you think we are moving in the right direction um, in terms of changing um, that mindset? Mm, For me, we are still on the lower part of the staircase. We're still trying to crawl ourselves up (laughs) to um, preserve this language. But then the reception is, we're getting there. For example, like um, recently, there was an article published by Bernama. It says that the Mandric language, which is a a language in Kuamusang, Kelantan, around there. And then it says that this language will extinct in 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I was quite shocked when I read the article. Then what the first thing that I did was, yeah, I contact the author and then the author linked me with the uh, professor from UKM that um, studied the language and contact me with the village itself, with the uh, Jakawa, the Orang Asli department. And with that, uh, there's attraction there where people now know that uh, Wikimedia projects plays a huge role in preserving this indigenous language because you can see this um, heavily in countries like Indonesia because, um, you know, like, for example, Google Translate, right? Mm-hmm. Google Translate, um, it is being trained based on um, content online of right. the language. For example, um, the Malay language is being trained in Google Translate based on the newspaper or any other physical content out there. But then, since this language, indigenous languages are only oral, it doesn't really have any online presence in the internet, then it will be hard to train this um, translation machine to have this translation, for example, from the Bajosama to English, for example, it's very difficult. But then, currently, since there's also other uh, Indonesian languages like the Javanese, the Buginese, the Balinese languages available in Wikipedia, due to that, currently there's uh, Google Translate for these languages, for example, the Balinese, the Javanese. Since that... Um, having this online presence really makes these languages not only present uh, physically offline on the market, but also uh, on online. For example, in our computer, on our mobile phone. Um, actually, if you look at Google, Google Keyboard, um, it is currently available in the Iban language uh-huh. and also the Kardan Dusu language, but many people know right but yeah with that um we are still have a long way to go for this indigenous language to be part of the inter- internet community because they need first to be familiarized with their own language itself it needs to be uh, for example have interface in this languages so that this community have access to um, gadgets to electronics uh, so for me we still have a long way to go 
especially for the Wikimedia community user group Malaysia trying to preserve this language. For example, uh, at the early early month of October, um, Wikimedia Malaysia will go to uh, Kampung Kuala Lah in Guamusa, right. Kelantan, trying to preserve the language for the Mandarin language. So we will go there and we will try to teach the local people, the villagers, to how to add these words, Mandarin words, into dictionary. But then one of the challenges that we face is that, yeah, um, the youth know how to use these gadgets, right? Mm-hmm. And the elders people doesn't really know. But then the problem also is that the youth doesn't know well how to speak this language. So um, the youth and also the older people plays their own role in helping each other to preserve this language. Because um, from I contribute and also do outreach with these communities, I learn more about their own language, about their own community, even though I don't know 100% about their own language, but I'm still trying my best to learn each of this community. But then for now, um, since we just do outreach with, for example, like more than five communities, but hopefully in the future, many um, associations, many um, NGOs out there that focus on indigenous community have their own role in contributing in Wikipedia and Wiktionary because whenever I uh, do outreach or, for example, I reach out to this association, some of them are really not um, open, you know, because they want, for example, like money and others. Because, yeah, we know that they are struggling with uh, financial support and everything. But then for us in Wikimedia, we, we are not being paid to do any of this. For example, I have since December, last December until now, I graduate. I I don't even try to uh, find a job, but then <laughs> I try to do this outreach pro- program where I go to this indigenous community. So with that, we I really hope that in the future, Malaysians in general will know more about the Wikimedia project and play their own role in editing and adding this information because Wikipedia or the Wikimedia movement projects reflects the community itself because um, for us, we try our best to be, you know, selfless. We don't really ask for, for example, like any reward for our edits. We just simply edit and add information just for that. This information hopefully will be beneficial for the general public. And hopefully, um, in the future, Malaysians will be more open with this uh, Wikimedia movement so that we can see that the Malaysian community will be that community that loves to free knowledge, loves to share their own knowledge to other people and other community around the world. And before I wrap this conversation up with you, Taufik, um, for those who are interested, let's say they're listening to this conversation and they're um, being inspired to, you know, take, to join the movement, like you said, what advice would you give them? Um, how should they go about it? Okay, so for me, 
um, what I start is with trying to edit about my culture or even if you don't know much about your culture, you can just simply edit about your own place, about your own village, your own city. So you can just find, for example, in Wikipedia, for example, uh, like Sabah. Uh, I try to find in Wikipedia. And for example, I, I see that the uh, number of population is um, not up to date. So with that, you can just simply click the edit button and then try to change the information. So that's the simplest way how you can be in that movement. Just by clicking the edit button, you are already in the movement. But then if you want to learn more about this movement, you can just simply contact in our social media, uh, Wikimedia Malaysia. So you can just contact in Instagram, Facebook, or any other social media platform. And we are still trying to find more volunteers that um, help us, for example, to train these people, these communities. For example, like uh, this at the early October, we will go to Kelantan to preserve this orang asli language that will extinct in 20 years. Then if you are interested to help us to go there, for example, you want to be one of the volunteers to train the uh, villages, then yeah, you can just simply contact us and hopefully I, you are ready to have this long journey <laughs> because, you know, we will go from Kuala Lumpur to Wamusang, so it's a really long ride um, by bus. So That's... if you are really interested, then you can just simply contact us in our social media. That's absolutely wonderful. Taufik, I just have to ask one more question, right? Because the, the whole idea of Wikipedia is that anybody can join the movement. What do y'all yes. do about trolls? Let's say if I, uh, I, if I, if I, you know, like you said, the Sabah population thing, if I want to click edit and I want to put population 100 million, yeah. how, how do y'all sort of ensure that the information uh, that's being received by the public is as accurate as possible? Are there mechanisms in, in place? Yeah, so basically, um, Wikipedia, whenever you add Wikipedia, you need to put references, sources. Mm. That's the one important thing whenever you edit uh, Wikipedia. For example, like uh, you're updating the number of population for Sabah, but then you need to have the reference. For example, you uh, refer to the census, you refer to the news maybe from the BFM news, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so... Any trusted um, news or information websites, books, journals out there, you can refer to it. And if there's any trolls, usually what we do is that um, we have other editors and admins out there that check heavily on the recent edits. So usually when people see this uh, false content, people can just simply uh, delete the edit the first edit and that person may be um, blocked from uh -huh. editing wikipedia so that's how the mechanism works but then um, if you want to start with uh, the wikimedia movement probably i would suggest is that you can start by taking pictures of your own community of your own city village or your breakfast for example like for <laughs> me i just ate nasi kuning which is a uh, uh, one of the food uh, can be found in Sabah. So you can just take the picture and then 
it will be up there into the Wikimedia Commons, which is a an a free a media repository where all of these pictures, videos, media is used in the free license, which means that everyone can freely use it. There's no copyright because the Wikimedia projects we really want to ensure that you can. Share this content freely without any restrictions, you know, because if we impose, for example, copyrights to these pictures, to this at these articles, you cannot um share it freely because you need to, for example, ask permission from Wikipedia to um use the content to share this content. But no, we don't have any copyrights. We just use the free license, Creative Commons, and even. Um, news media on Malaysia and other countries as well use Wikimedia Commons to put on their own website in their own articles. So with that, you can your first edit I would suggest is to put pictures about your place into Wikimedia Commons. And on that note, Taufik, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me as well. That was Taufik Rosman, Wikimedian of the Year 2023. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashran Johan, and this has been Good Things BFM 89.9.